benvenuti ai blazer da rimorchio. Tablo pasalvitae blazia. Welcome to the Tralur Blazures, folks. It's Italy week. I, I don't speak Italian. I only can say things in kind of bad Russian. <laughs> and ASL, but I, I this is a podcast. I can't do ASL. Well, once we, we have to have that video portion uh, on YouTube. Once we get that going, then you can do some ASL. Yeah. Uh, it's Liz Lemon and Italy week, isn't it? Yes, it's Liz Lemon and Italy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait till you wait. Wait till we get to those new new trailers. Tell you all about it. Bienvenuti. Doblo. Um. Uh, bueno. Guys, we have we got a show for you full of Bugarissimo trailers, and uh, that's about it. Look, we used up all the good ones last week. We really did. It was an exceptional. Uh, an exceptional week last week, so of course we're gonna come, we're gonna come in hot and heavy with the booger train, baby. Uh, I did get my Guardians of the Galaxy tickets though. That's great. Um, is it for thir- you got them for Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, May fourth at six thirty yeah. p.m. Central Time, baby. Yeah, you know I've got a little credit here um, for the with Movie Pass. I might go see Quantum Mania tonight because I have still not seen it. They still got it in in your theater. I think so. It comes out May seventeenth on Disney Plus, though. That's true. That's true. I just don't want to. I just don't want to wait. And I got. I got credit. Who cares? You got Movie Pass. I got Movie Pass. Um. Well. So that's cool. Um. So. Uh. May, oh. Maybe. Maybe I'll go see it too, and we'll have a spoiler cast. Yeah. For the pop I'm trailers. definitely going to do a spoiler cast for Guardians. So if you see it, then you can be on it. Ah. <laughs> uh, I see how you did that. All right. Well. So we'll do that. Let's just plan on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Guys. Uh. Don't you want to hear what we done had watched this past week? You know they do. They're clamoring for it. What we done watched. Well, I've only watched one thing. I watched the new 100 Days to Indie. Uh, what's that, Ben? What is that? So this is a new documentary series on the CW, which is done. It was done in court. Uh, coordination what do you call it i don't it was a joint venture between cw and vice and so vice does yeah yeah vice does really good documentaries actually okay so it's basically it's it's a little it feels a little different than formula one drive to survive but it's basically you get to see into the lives of the drivers and the teams um as they go toward so it's it's you know 100 days till indy which is at the end of may so, uh, very fun. We got to see basically like three or four drivers in this first episode, and I'm hoping they'll just do other drivers in the other episodes. And uh, yeah, it was great. I, I really liked it. Highly recommend it. If you, I mean, even if you're not into IndyCar, you might find it interesting. Interesting. Yep. All right. I watched two things. Uh, so, not a ton, not a lot of watching going on around here. No. Uh, I watched the Chris Evans, Ana de Armas Apple TV movie, Ghosted. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cute. Pretty cute little rom com. Okay. A lot of. It was like, kind of like night and day that with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz, uh, or like mm. almost Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but a little more rom commy than Mr. and Mrs. Smith was, and less actiony mm. than that one. But it was fun. Any good any good stunts? There was some good stunts. The best part of it was a, there was some fun cameos that I won't spoil. Oh, so that fun. was the, there was this like a ten minute string of nonsense that happens in the middle. That was the best part of it so oh great and then i uh, i went to see renfield in the theater jess and i went with kevin and jen and we went and saw renfield i thought it was pretty funny 
I went in with yeah. I went in with real low expectations. Yeah. And I was like, this is gonna be dumb or like gross or something. But it so the violence level was the hilarious level where it, it transcends like you know how Evil Dead is? Where it's yeah. like so much that it's stupid. Yeah. It was that. So that was really funny. Like they use a he uses a guy's arms as nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really funny. Aquafina's funny. Ben Schwartz was definitely hilarious like he was he was having so much fun with this role of his and then every scene with ben schwartz and nicholas cage was perfection to the point where now i need another movie of ben schwartz and nicholas cage i would i would 100 percent watch that yeah because they were really funny together so renfield was like trying to be a better person than just like a servant of dracula and everything he was doing was backfiring and making it worse and uh it ends up with like this there's like this gang war thing with these it's a one good cop who's aquafina and then a bunch of dirty cops and then the gang the drug gang (laughs) and then renfield decides he wants to help her and uh it's really funny i don't know i thought it was great and uh this it's the guy that plays beast yeah uh, nicholas holt nicholas holt yeah a guy who could very easily just play pretty boy roles but who always chooses to play pale weirdos yeah 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 for sure well, cool. I will. Uh, I'm sure that'll come out on like HBO Max or something. Yeah, like that, it was funny. So. Nicholas Cage as Dracula is the greatest thing that ever happened. I believe that. Yeah, it's yeah. like exactly what you expect. Well, then I'll I'll definitely watch mm-hmm. this then. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, that's all we done had watched this past week, and that brings us to the new news. Uh, This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. So CinemaCon happened uh, this past weekend. I don't, I'm not familiar with CinemaCon. It's kind of a... It, it's getting bigger as time goes. Like, it never used to be a big deal. But the last mm-hmm. couple times, they've shown a lot of trailers there exclusively. So what happened is they showed a bunch of trailers here that we don't have access to yet. So You're right. I'm going to talk a, a little about cinema, CinemaCon, but unfortunately... We don't have like the meat to back this up yet, so this is all hearsay from from insiders that were there. Okay, like heavy spoilers and screen crush on YouTube. I was I was watching all of their recaps. Mm. So they showed footage from the Sony Marvel Craven the Hunter movie with Aaron Taylor Johnson, and uh, they revealed that Rhino is going to be in it and is going to be an antagonist to Craven. But like Rhino's like one of my favorite Marvel villains. And they did such a bad job in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 where it was that big stupid mech. And it's like, that's not the rhino. It's a suit that he can't take off. So then it's like, in this one, I was like, oh, the rhino's going to be as it? Are they going to do him like like the comic, like how he is? And then I guess in this, it's like a guy who like transforms into a monster. And it's like, that's a little closer, but still not right. So I'm gonna be hypercritical of this rhino depiction. Well, well, what, tell me your ideal. If you were to make a movie with rhino in it, if you were to make a Spider-Man, how would you do it? What would you? Every every successful comic book movie that people like is the closest to the thing that you can be. People like me, we like the comics because we like them. We don't need we don't need you to change it into something that you feel is more realistic than a guy in a suit just because 
like you think it's not realistic, you know, because they they've done that with all of these movies, and it it always it's always worse than when you just do it. For instance, you know how Wolverine has never had a suit in any of the X Men movies. Yeah. And then at the end of the Wolverine, there was that credit scene or whatever where he opens up the thing and there's like the samurai helmet that's the Wolverine helmet. Yeah. Everyone lost their minds and was excited about that and nothing came of it. And everyone is mad that nothing came of it. If you put Wolverine in a Wolverine suit, which I th- Ryan Reynolds promises he's going to do in Deadpool 3, everyone will lose their minds because they like Wolverine and they like him to be the thing that he is, which is Wolverine in a Wolverine suit. That's how I feel about Rhino. I would make him be the Rhino. I'd put him in a Rhino suit. Be a guy in a suit that he can't take off, like the character. That's what the character is. Do it how it is. How does he pee? The suit recycles it like the Iron Man suit. Oh, it's a techno suit. Yeah. Oh, how does it recycle his his, uh, his number two, his dung? Still suits, my man. Still suits. Still suits. Yeah. Fre- Fremen make the very best. Fecal material is processed in the thigh pads. <laughs> hey, we didn't we didn't uh, put this on the new news, but um, Variety had several images from the Dune Part Two. Yeah, because they showed the trailer at CinemaCon. Yeah, and uh, oh my gosh, I am just so hyped. I'm I'm definitely doing Dune for Dragon Con 2024. I, are you sure? Because Beverly already made a the perfect Dune. <laughs> well, she made a still suit. I'm probably going to do a Trades armor and with Alex Cotley. Yeah, that would be great. You kind of you kind of could. Do a real good let like Leto Atreides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, Maybe that would be awesome. So they're probably gonna screw up right now. Um, <laughs> they also showed the Dune trailer, as we said. So we got to see like Leia Sadu as uh, Lady Margot of the Bene Gesserit, and Fade Rautha was in it. He's uh, Austin Butler, and more like Flo- Florence Pugh as Princess Irulan who narrates the, the books, so they probably wanted someone with a strong voice to be Irulan, because he'll probably provide some narration in the movie. Yeah, which works really good. Yeah, I no, no Christopher Walken in the trailer that I heard, but you know he's going to be in there. So Yeah. And then they showed the Timothy Chalamet Wonka <laughs> trailer at CinemaCon, and apparently Hugh Grant is an Oompa Loompa or something. Okay. Yeah, weird. Uh, and then they showed a new one for Across the Spider-Verse, but that comes out in June, so we don't have to wait overly long for that. June 2nd. No. So, uh, I don't need to see anything else from yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, I just want to get to it. Yeah. Uh, and then they showed some other stuff at CinemaCon, but like, they're holding back everything from there. Like They showed an Aquaman trailer, and apparently Jason Momoa is kind of trying to distance himself from it because <laughs> he's like i wrote a treatment and they kind of ignored everything i did it, is that they're making an aquaman too yeah so they started it before james gunn and then now they're like too far into it where they have to release it so they're gonna release it, it the, i guess the test screenings people walked out of <laughs> some of the test screenings so it's not getting good buzz on the on the front end here uh, and jason momoa is like uh they didn't really listen to me and then he kind of, I think, talked to James Gunn about playing Lobo or a different character in his movies. Yeah, so they showed that. and Yeah, so they showed the whole Flash movie there. Some people got to see the whole movie. Oh, wow. Dude from Screen Crush said it was good. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit we'll later. We'll talk about that later, yeah. Show. And then what's our last piece of news here? We have, oh yeah, they got a, a 
they're rewriting the Blade script, and it's the dude who wrote season three of True Detective, which he worked on with Mahershala Ali because he's in that season. I haven't seen that season. My mom says it's good, so hopefully he's okay. a good writer. Yeah, is uh, still do people still regard season one as the best season of True Detective? As far as I know, it definitely. What I've seen, it season one would be hard to catch up to. It was really, really good. Season two yeah. is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Right, I remember you saying that. And season three, my mom says is good, which I take it to mean that it's a good mystery at least. Nick Pizzolatto. Pizzolatto. Let's see. This guy has. Oh, I want to see what this guy has written. Yeah, let's look him. Let's look him up. Nick Pizzolatto. This is your life. Writing credits. I've never heard. Uh, he wrote the Magnificent Seven. I guess that yeah, the one from 2016. I mean, that was just that hardly counts because it's just a remake. Oh wait a minute, Nick. What? It's, this says he was written. He wrote. Jeez, he wrote True Detective, twenty four episodes, 20, 2014 to two thousand nineteen. Oh, he wrote in every season then. Oh yeah. Yeah, because there's only eight episodes 24. per season, I think. Oh wow! So he had a hand in writing season two. Eey. Season two was bad, but season one was extremely good. Okay, so. Okay. I mean, everybody, every writer's got something bad in their, in their list. So yeah, look, yeah, it looks like he only directed two episodes of True Detective season three. But uh, as far as writing goes, I mean, he's not directing Blade. No, he's not directing. Yeah, he's just Blade, write, no. writing it. Okay. Well, just well, the thing. I just think Mahershala Ali can probably carry most of that movie on his own. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to sign off on something that's written real bad, don't, don't you think? I, I know he isn't because he forced them to rewrite it already. Yeah, I think he's got, I think with whatever contract he signed, he must have had some, some power in that, you know? Well, famously, when he won his Best Actor Oscar for Moonlight, uh, the first thing he did was walk off the stage. He walked over to where Kevin Feige was sitting and he, whisk, he leaned down and he said, let's make Blade. And then he went back to his seat. Really? Yeah. That's an, that's incredible. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's an incredible story. Yep. <laughs> that's fantastic. Okay, well, I'm just I want it to be good. I just take your time with it. I want it to be good. I don't even care if it takes a long time. Yeah, no. I, he he won't let them. It's kind of like Bradley Cooper with the Hyperion rights. He won't let them make a a bad one. Yep. All right, well that does it for all the new news and that doesn't bring us to the question times. No, because I did I did not get a satisfactory amount of answers for the very good questions <laughs> times from last week. So, the questions times this week is still the same as the questions times last week, which is they're making a biopic of your life, a, a movie or a TV series, and you have to cast yourself, give us the name of your uh series or movie and the theme song or a theme. Yeah. And I will not get, you can't have a new one until I get at least five answers for this one. And that means that the rest of the podcast will be sent off questions. <laughs> that is exactly right. Uh, I think it <laughs> might be because I posted the, the question in the middle of the week instead of the beginning. So, but I want to give it some more time to breathe. Okay. All right. Well, y'all breathe on this uh, on your keyboard or your phone and submit. Go on Instagram, answer the questions times. Go on Instagram. It's that easy. But I don't want I don't want Facebook knowing who I am. I don't want Meta knowing that. Well, that's fine. You can email us. Yeah, you can email us. We'll tell you how later. Yeah, we'll tell you later. Uh, but right now, we're going to talk about these here new new. New new. New new. No. Mew. Mew too. 
Trelures, folks. We have an Adele Levine. Sometimes it's perfect to not have 12. And then that's that's in a week when they're all kind of bland. Yeah, pretty buggery. Uh, we're going to start out with a the third movie in a series. Didn't know that there was a second movie in this series, but apparently we're getting a third one. And it is The Equalizer Part 3. This is a Redmond trailer. The plot of this is Robert McCall finds himself at home in southern Italy, but he discovers his friends are all under the control of local crime bosses. As events turn deadly, McCall knows what he has to do. Become the Equalizer. I will equalize you! This is... Denzel's only movie he's ever done sequels to. He's not in any other sequels. Only The Equalizer 2 and 3. Interesting. And I find that incredibly strange for a movie based on a TV show from the 80s. I didn't even know it was based on a show from the 80s. Based on There's a show in the 80s called The Equalizer. I will equalize you! And then this is a movie based on that show. And then they made another rebooted show of The Equalizer starring Queen Latifah uh, in recent memory. Whoa! Yeah, and I don't have—I don't know anything about this. Uh, it's interesting because I'm like, what is it uh, that Denzel likes about this character? Because it's basically—I mean, Denzel often plays Denzel, right? Like, it's—it's it's his range is not gigantic. No, I mean, he plays Denzel. I love, yeah, I love him. Yeah, he just—he does. He's Denzel. like Tom Hanks, so, you know. Tom yeah, Hanks plays so, but, Tom Hanks. I still love Tom Hanks. Yeah, exactly. So it makes me wonder, like, what was it about this character that he was like, I got to play this guy again and again? That's the question here. Especially, I don't, it just seems very strange. Yeah. I will say that this is the first time I've ever thought he looked any older than he has in the past in this trailer. I, I agree. Yeah, he does. He's he's looking his age. Because I don't know, he's like in his 60s now? He was born in 1954, so he's he's got to be like 68. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he's, he's, don't get me wrong. He's looking great for sixty-eight, but he's he's looking he's looking a little bit older. So, how old is Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington is sixty-eight years old. Oh, he's sixty-eight. I yeah. did the math right. Yeah, but we can do math. I I got we're, worried we're, about my just just his age. Alexa, <laughs> <laughs> stop. You, you shut your mouth. I will say this. Uh, my Google Home hub, which I get the news on each morning, I just say news. Uh, oh, gosh. My phone's going to do it. I'm going... I will bleep out me saying that so that I don't activate people's yeah. robots if they have them. Oh, yeah. Probably should bleep out me saying... <laughs> It'll be funny because you, <laughs> you can bleep out the... Well, it's yeah. like I'm cursing. Yep. Uh, anyway, when I, tell, when I tell it to give me the news in the morning, some, I'll say next. Or no, I'll, 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 when I get... When I have to leave, I'll be like, stop. But instead of thinking I say stop, it, it, interprets it, as, it interprets it as next. So I'll say stop, and it'll just go to the next news provider. And, I, and like, it's it's extremely frustrating. Well, I like how yeah. I'll just unplug it. I mean, our robot barely listens to us. And it seems like it gets worse as time goes. Yeah, it's it, yeah. mine's gotten worse, too. And my, uh, uh, I have one of the Gen 1s, and it's so stupid. Like, it won't, it won't set a timer. It can't set timers. It won't tell you the time. Like it's so stupid. Ours we mostly use for kitchen timer, because I have I have a show in here and I have a Echo Plus in my living room and then I have a, a dot in my kitchen. Yeah. So the main problem is my house is small enough where if I tell this one to do something, sometimes it's heard by a completely other one. It's just AI is never yeah. going to take over the world. No, it's so stupid. Like yeah, like Elon Musk is so stupid that he thinks that it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> he well he's stupid. For a lot of reasons. Right. 
That is one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's one of them, guys. I'm not afraid of AI. Let me just go and tell you that. Yeah, me neither. Uh, all right, moving on. We have a trailer, well, a very teasery trailer for The Witcher Season 3. Yeah, so uh, I would have I would have been extremely excited about this at one point, but because yep. of the writers and their complete disregard for the yeah. source material in Season yep, 2 and it. then apparently continued to a point where Henry Cavill did, thought he could he could not be affiliated with this any longer and left the show. So this is the last Henry Cavill season. Uh, I did see a couple things from the books in the trailer, like the wild hunt showed up. I saw them and, uh, I think maybe the rats were going to be in it. Like series, little street gang that she hangs out with and like missile and stuff. But I don't know they're going to go off the rails and I just like season two was very bad. Yeah, I feel like the stuff that they put in here from the games or the books or whatever will just won't have a lot of gravity to it. It'll just be kind of like thrown in, yeah, without a lot of care and thought. And it's just, I just don't care. I just yep. don't care. The writers don't care. I don't care. You make me not care. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, but like, I'm not excited about it. And also, they're splitting it into two parts, and I'm like, I don't want to pay for Netflix for two months for this so i'll probably just wait until the second part comes out and then i'll watch it because i don't pay for netflix every month i i get it like once a year yeah although i do i want it right now because there's a new john mulaney special and i want to watch that real bad they keep advertising it to me to get try to get me to watch it but i just hadn't been watching a lot of stuff so he's like the i only like like three stand-up comedians and he's one of them and it's out yeah that's out. That's out. Okay. Well, The Witcher season three, we'll watch it begrudgingly. Yeah. I, I will. I'm. I'm gonna begrudgingly watch it. I am not excited about it anymore. No. Anymore. All right. So then we have a trailer for The Flash. Yep. The plot of this is Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. I'm gonna read you the real synopsis. Okay. It's got Batman in it. Yeah, that is it. This has got Michael Keaton. This is a sequel to Batman. Uh, was it Was it Batman Forever, the second one with Michael Keaton? No, that's it's, uh, that's it's the, Batman Returns. Yeah, okay. Forever's Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a sequel to Batman Returns that happens to have the Flash in it. Yeah. Uh, there is a moment in this trailer where you see several bat suits while he's in the bat cave. Yep. Michael Keaton bat suits. Yep. The co- it's very dark, but you can tell. I didn't even have to color adjust it that they that the gray and blue bat suit is in that lineup. Yep. Which is my favorite bat suit, and um, that actually got me excited. I was like, I paused it, and I was like, Is that what I think it is? It looked oh, like man. Ben Affleck had a variant of a gray and blue one too. Uh, in that scene where he was fighting. Oh. If they go the gray-blue, that's that's so killer. That's so good. Here's the thing. I love Michael Keaton. Oh, I yeah. love Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. Now I have to watch this dumb Flash movie. I know. It's like it's cheating. It's This is cheating. It is cheating. Because I watched this trailer and I was like, that's enough Michael Keaton where now it's, it's, it's turned the tide. I have to watch it. Yeah. There's like extended scenes of him flying around with the bat cape and you know, I just I want that. I do. Yeah, I'm watching it like on IMDb preview right here. And it's, every time Michael Keaton does something, it's like, yes. And yeah, there's Ben Affleck with the gray and blue suit too. 
I didn't see that. I need to go back and watch that. There's several Batman in this. <laughs> several Batman. The Batmans. Yep. Batmans. Yeah, Batmans. so Jess said she was morbidly curious about it, which is what I said about the first Su- Suicide Squad. So I might actually end up seeing this in the theater. Uh, we'll see. Well, I've got movie James pass. Gunn said it was good, too, so he usually good. doesn't lie. Like, he doesn't even... He doesn't even lie about stuff that he's attached to if he doesn't think it's good. Which, which, uh, what, 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 what? Oh, oh, when he's on the motorcycle, is that what you, Oh, it does look like a blue and gray yeah, suit. Yeah, And there's also another shot where something explodes and he's in the air that it, you can tell it's blue and gray. And it's Ben Affleck. Something explodes, eh? Yeah. Oh, the, oh, there it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. like flying in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. I'm so... What is it about that color combo that I like so much, man? I don't know, because it's not like, it's different, but it's familiar. Because the live action ones never do it, they only do black. So, like, to see the, well, I mean, Adam West did. But to see the Adam West colors in live action in a serious Batman is kind of cool. Yeah, in the comic, the blue and gray was really, they did some really cool art. Yeah, for sure. In the comics with the blue and gray. Yeah, the Frank Miller Batman's blue and gray. Yeah, so we like that okay well we're gonna we're gonna see this guys maybe maybe we'll do a special spoiler cast on this if we both go see it yeah i think i think i i will and it comes out june 16th so it ain't far away no it ain't far uh all right so then we have a trailer for frog and toad this is a 2d animation yep so frog and toad is everyone knows what frog and toad is (laughs) it's it's frog and toad they're best friends they love hanging out they eat too many cookies yeah, the, the stakes are not real high in this. Uh, mm-hmm. This is ver- for very young children. Yeah, they're, they're which is great. There's Arnold Lobel book series, Frog and Toad Adventures, and they, they hang out and they're wholesome. The voice acting is in this is from Nat Faxon, who is Elfo on Disenchantment, and Kevin Michael Richardson, who is in every single cartoon ever made, but for me, most notably, he's the sheriff in Gravity Falls. It's less horrifying than the old one because it's not claymation, which terrifies me. Yeah, the old ones are the old ones are. I can see how you would be kind of scared of that. It was what was the so it used to come on. I keep wanting to call it Far and Away. It's not called Far and Away. What was that program on? Was it PBS? It was called like I know what you're talking about, but I do not know what it's called. Oh, Ron Funches and Aparna Nancherla do voices in this. This is gonna be a great cartoon for kids. <laughs> it's gonna have some great voices. <laughs> yeah. The heck was this on? Boy, there is some man. There was some creepy stuff on this. Yeah, man, it's terrifying. Claymation scares the heck out of me. I find it deeply unsettling. I do not feel that way about stop motion, unless it's made out of clay. Long ago and far away. Okay. okay. You found it. I found it. Okay, so there's there was a program called Long Ago and Far Away, they, and they had a bunch of cartoons and claymation. It's mostly terrifying stuff, and it was for children. James Earl Jones narrated this program, okay? So he would he would come on before Frog and Toad. There is an episode where he makes a peanut butter sandwich. A peanut, I think it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh-huh. And it and and it, and it is it is absolutely insane. It looks nothing like a sandwich. It looks more like a ball of peanut butter. And I cannot find video evidence. Detail-oriented listeners to this podcast will remember you ranting about this peanut butter sandwich long ago in an old episode. <laughs> Did I really? <laughs> yeah, because I remember. I remember Guys, I cannot, find, I cannot find any video or photo evidence of this peanut butter sandwich. I know I didn't dream this up. I know this isn't Berenstein Bears universe stuff. This is It was real, okay? 
is if you can find an image or video of him making this absurd, obscene, grotesque peanut butter sandwich, send it to me, please. If you have the horror sandwich, send it to Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. We have a trailer for robots. Send your nightmare sandwiches to Benny Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Send me your finest, your worst nightmare sandwiches. Oh, yeah. So then we got robots. 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 This didn't look funny at all, but read the description. Charles is a womanizer while Elaine is a gold digger. The duo learn humanity when forced to team up and pursue robot doubles of themselves. So they have, like, robot assistants of themselves that are doubles, and then the robots fall in love and run away. This stars Shailene Woodley, who is in those bad knockoffs of the Hunger Games that I don't remember what they're called. And also, I think she was at one time engaged to Aaron Rodgers. So this, um, I think there's a missed opportunity here, Nick. Mm -hmm. Here's what they should have done. The robots in this should have looked like the robots in the 1995 Duracell commercial where they have the the batteries in their back and they look really plasticky. That's what it should have looked like. But they didn't do that. They just look like regular old people. Yeah, where their eyes flicker when they get tased. Yeah. That's like the only robotic thing in this, like uh, that you see of these people. Yeah, this is not. This is billed as a comedy. It must be some other kind of comedy where there's no kind, there's no jokes or or funny things. <laughs> some sort of third comedy that I don't know about. Maybe it's a it's a, a humorous movie, not not a comedy, a humorous movie. Like you know how the, there's like comedians and there's humorists. Yeah. Maybe it's a humorous movie. Hmm humorous sometimes i like a good humorist but i I don't think this looks good you know who's a guy that we don't like david david sedaris yeah i think i think he's considered a humorist well i think john hodgman is too and i love him more than anyone well we we like john hodgman we we're not gonna sit here and spend time hating on david sedaris he's just terrible and that's that yeah we we don't we're not him but we we like hodgman but we we don't like like robots this is stupid yeah, this was stupid. This is just, it's just, it wasn't funny at all. Like, no. at all. No. So, we're just going to move on to a, something was sent by Jay. And I'm, this is the weird <laughs> one on the list. It's, yeah. You put it in the middle here. It's called Strange Way of Life. Okay. This is a 30-minute movie that's going to play at Cannes. Yep. At Cannes, sorry. Um, and it has Pedro Pascal and... Um, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, who we both, we love both these guys. Yep. It, this is a this is like the most primest prime example of actors that we love wasting their time on something that is that we don't like. Yeah, the plot is after 25 years, Silva rides a horse across the desert to visit his friend Sheriff Jake. They celebrate the meeting, but the next morning, Jake tells him that the reason for his trip is not to go down memory lane of their friendship. I, I don't I don't know. This is cut so strangely. This is edited. It's- so weird that that's yeah. the reason it's on the list it, it, it's one of the worst let's just who cares about the movie yeah the trailer itself is one of the worst trailers i think i've ever seen yeah it is it's the cuts are like straight like shockingly sudden cut you know in the shining when it cuts to the screen that says <laughs> tuesday <laughs> you know, that's what this is it's, it's very much that energy but it does it like 30 times <laughs> yeah it's so strange and the, and the music that they play on it is not 
I don't, it just didn't fit. It was so weird. This, the, the whole vibe and tone was just so weird. Yeah, and I didn't know what... I think that they were... It was like like maybe they were gay. No, no, no it is. It's a queer cowboy story. Okay. But it's, but it, but it's like... I was, I was going, is this a melodrama? Because they overact or they, they like melodramatic act in it. Yeah. It's just... It just looks... <laughs> Okay. It's terrible. It looks so bad. Maybe that's like, the strange you... way of life is that is not referring to them being gay cowboys, but rather weirdly edited cowboys. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's just, it's a strange way to make a trailer. How about that? I mean, that? you can make a good movie about gay cowboys, and they did, and it's called Brokeback Mountain. That's a good movie. No, I didn't see that. It's not my type of movie. It's pretty good. Um... But this is, uh, yeah, I, I don't think this will ever see the light of day outside of can. No, this is not. So. This is not the gay cowboy movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for a haunting in Venice. And this is the third uh, Poirot movie after Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so in. Well, it, in post-World War II Venice, Poirot, now retired and living in his own exile, reluctantly, reluctantly attends a seance, but when one of the guests is murdered, it is up to the former detective to once again un- uncover the killer. So, this is going to be kind of like Agatha Christie does Scooby-Doo, because like there, there's no supernatural stuff, so it's like all tricks and, and whatnot in Poirot, much like The Hound of the Baskervilles with Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, is is Agatha is this Poirot guy Agatha Christie's version of Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, Holmes's? yeah, he's yeah, her okay. her. All those guys have their detective that they use, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's hers. Um, so this is uh, I like Murder on the Orient Express. I haven't seen Death on the Nile yet. I just never got around to it. Uh, but I like these movies because they're just like big casts of fun people you know kind of like knives out but not as good as knives out because ryan johnson didn't write them right but this one has michelle yo in it and it's got kenneth Poirot. it's got liz lemon i love liz lemon i thought i saw joey king but i think that was this girl named emma laird uh yeah those are the main ones that nile murder murder on the nile what's it called boat on the nile boat on the death on the nile death on the nile yeah Oh, that has Gal Gadot in it, right? Correct. Do you remember us watching the preview of that movie that Gal Gadot in, and she plays like a villain, and it looked terrible, and she and her acting was like it looked like real bad. Yeah, and then what that's was that the one? was that the one with the Rock in it? I think, or did, was it Bruce Willis or the Rock or some one of those guys? Yeah, she was in this yeah. movie, and it broke the veneer of hotness, and I could see through. And I was like, oh, I've been hypnotized this whole time. <laughs> She's a real <laughs> bad actor. Yeah, I I want to know. Here, here's what I'm curious about. What what did that get on Rotten Tomatoes? The Gal Gadot one. The Gal Gadot one. Let's, yeah. Let's look. Let's find out what this movie so, was so, first of all. Red Notice. Red Notice. Yeah. Red Notice had. Oh, it had. You're right. It had The Rock, and it had uh, Ryan. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What did it get on Rotten Tomatoes? All right, Nor. I should pull it up. This is not an oh. endorsement of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so interestingly enough, okay, this is very strange. Tom- the the uh, tom- tomato omit tomato meter. Yeah, it was a thirty six percent. So From that's critics. the critic score, yeah. and then the audience score was ninety two percent. So maybe it's actually decent. 
Yeah, I mean, critics are meaningless. Uh, they are people yeah. who's who don't do anything. They create nothing, and then they whine about the creations of others. It is not a noble profession. It is a cowardly profession, and I do not respect it. There is a shot. I'm looking at screenshots here from this movie, and there's a shot with the three of them, and she's in a red dress with yeah. the legs. She is strikingly beautiful. She is, but this movie, but, the trailer, broke that veneer I could see through. <laughs> I remember it not being a, a very appealing. So are you going to watch this Haunting in Venice, this Agatha Christie I'll thing? get to it in my life. I won't. Yeah. probably won't see it in the theater. I'd... Oh no! I texted my mom as soon as I saw this because this is the kind of stuff she likes. So I texted her and I said, "New Poirot movie, September, Haunting in Venice." And then I just got back, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So okay. So then we have a trailer for Fantastic. Be- I mean, excuse me, The Hunger <laughs> Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and where to find them. And where to find them. <laughs> That's got to be the, uh, the, the title. title there. Songbirds and Snakes and Where to Find Them. Yeah, Songbirds and Snakes. So this is a prequel to The Hunger Games. As we know, The Hunger Games, the first the first book, it was the 74th Hunger Games. Yeah. This movie takes place during the 10th Hunger Games. Okay, so the plot of the, this is Coriolanus Snow. I don't... They make up names in this. So Coriolanus yeah. Snow... Is that Donald Sutherland in the... Yep. Okay, so Donald Sutherland, as a young guy, mentors and develops feelings for the female District 12 tribute during the 10th Hunger Games. So, yeah, this is the beginning of the Hunger Games, so it's it's going to be some more Hunger Games kid-on-kid uh, hunting, like like that, what's that, Chigusa movie? Yeah. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. I would have. I love the first Hunger Games. I thought it was great because I. It came out of yeah. nowhere. Like I never heard of it. Much like this trailer, I didn't know it existed until it, the movie came out. Crazy. We, there was not a single piece of news. I feel like about this. I didn't know about this until today, and that's how the first Hunger Games movie hit me too. Because I didn't know about it until it came out, and then uh, I saw it with Kevin and Jess, and they were like, "You want to go see this Hunger Games movie?" And I was like, "Sure." So we went and saw it. Really? And I was like, I read that the- was pretty good huh i read the books before the movie came out well jess read the books and knew what it was i just was oblivious to it okay okay but i really liked the first one i felt i felt there was diminishing returns in those movies oh yeah well they are in the books too yeah but i really liked the first one so i i'll check this out because the first one was good also jason schwartzman's in this which gives me some hope for it that it's good yeah because like I can't think of something I've seen with him in it that's bad. I literally cannot. Yeah, right. That's true. And this, you know, this looks like they, there's definitely a, a nice budget here with special effects and props and see, and uh, see, uh, not see. What do you call it? Uh, set sets. set sets. The sets. The <laughs> sets, scenery. You know, I want to call thing it where the, they live. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> call it the scenery looks great in the. Uh, um, so I will, so I will watch this. I, if there's nothing else out in the theater and I need to use some, some movie pass, maybe I'll go see this in the theater. But, um, I'm just wondering, is it going to be entertaining or is it going to be kind of boring like Fantastic Beasts? That's the problem. I, if it's like an action movie of, of this hunt, then it could be good. Like if they're doing the battle, that sounds good, but it comes out in November and there's a lot of stuff coming out in November. So yeah. like, am I going to have time for this in the month of Dune and the Marvels? Probably not. I want doing so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
So yeah, Hunger Games. Uh, this this movie stars Peter Dinklage is in it and Rachel Zegler, Hunter Schaefer, Viola Davis. She's always good. Yeah, Burn And actually, I feel like I feel like uh, Dinklage is, did not phone this in either. So I think it, you know he's yeah, actually he trying. does do that sometimes. <laughs> he does do that sometimes. <laughs> Destiny. Uh, hello, Destiny. Here we go. Let's fight our way into their war base. Tom Blythe is like the main character. I never heard of him. Never heard of. Yeah, I didn't recognize anybody except Dinklage and uh, hmm. uh, Viola Davis. I do know that Blythe is the Celtic word for birch trees. This guy's oh, name is oh. Tom Birchtree. Tom Birchtree, great. So when it, you said this, is, you said this is November. Yeah, November. Yeah, no, of this year. That's so why it just came out of nowhere, man. It really did. It really did. All right, so the next we have a trailer for Next Goal Wins. So this one's been on my radar for a while. This is a Taika Waititi movie, and it's an original Taika movie, and all of his movies are good. Uh, I will accept I will accept it if people do not like Thor Love and Thunder, but every single other one of his movies is inarguably good, especially Boy, which is the best Taika movie that no one has ever seen. Definitely have never seen it. It is 100% the best of his movies. And so this is the story of the infamously terrible American Samoa soccer team, known for a brutal 2001 FIFA match that they lost 31-0. to zero. <laughs> So, yeah, this is a movie where Michael Fassbender goes to coach these guys, kind of basically like a, a weird American Samoan Taika version of Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. W- will it have the heart that Ted Lasso has? It'll probably have the sort of offbeat charm that taika movies have yeah i just soccer movie it's gonna take a lot for me to watch a soccer movie or a show i mean it took me forever to start watching ted lasso i will probably miss this i mean i like taika but he's not like my favorite that's because you've never seen boy if you saw boy (laughs) you'd watch any movie he makes just in case it's even close to as good as boy is okay but yeah i'll watch this i don't like soccer at all but i love ted lasso and i'll watch this because of taika was it uh what was the last movie that Taika did? Thor, Love and Thunder. Then before okay. that was Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I saw Jojo Rabbit. Well, I saw... And I, yeah, okay, I've seen his last two movies. Then before that was Thor Ragnarok, and before that was The Hunt for the Wilder People, which is 10 out of 10. And before that was Boy? Boy's the best one. Okay. Okay, okay. So next goal wins. Uh, this is... Oh, this is the return of Michael Fassbender after his baby uh, paternity leave for like a couple years. Yeah. Which, Which, you know, is, is the right way to do it. Yeah, Ryan Gosling did that, too. He's finally yeah. in stuff again now. And they, and they came back just fine. Yeah. Ryan Gosling's got, like, eight movies coming out. It's the best time of my life. <laughs> in fact, Ryan Gosling met with Taika to play Michael Fassbender's character in this movie, but he passed on it. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. For what? You think for, Bar- for Barbie? No, he didn't want to live uh, abroad because oh, of okay. his daughters. Ah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, uh, so then we have a trailer for Maggie Moore's. Yeah, so this is Tina Fey number two, Tina Fey week here. The plot of this is Maggie Moore's takes place in a dusty desert town where nothing ever happens as a police chief is suddenly faced with the back-to-back murders of two women with the same name. So this stars John Hamm and Tina Fey. It also has Nick Mohammed from Ted Lasso, who plays Nate. And Allison Dunbar is in it, and... I love Tina Fey. I think she's a genius writer. I think she's maybe the funniest person that, or funniest writer around. 30 Rock is a perfect TV show from start to finish. It, oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
she wrote Mean Girls, I think. That's one of the funniest yep. movies. So Yep. But she didn't write this, but she's in it. Yeah. This was directed by I, John Slattery from Mad Men. Oh, okay. I I could not get into this trailer. I just could not get into it. I was like all these Bulgarissimo trailers and then this one hit and I was just like this is just a stream of to, of stuff that's just not interesting to me. This just this like there's nothing about this trailer that drew me in. Uh, I was drawn in a little by the fact that John Hamm and Tina Fey are in it, and I love them. But with a movie like this, someone would have to tell me to watch it that yeah. has already watched it and says it's good. Yeah, yeah. I think the the Knives Out movies were kind of like that for me. It's like I don't. This is not my type of movie. I don't think. But people, were, everybody was like, "Oh, it's great. You need to see it." And then I watched them, and I was like, "Oh, these are great. I, I like them a lot." That's what this would have to have some yeah. some sort of buzz for me to actually take the time to watch it. Like I love Tina Fey, but I would rather just watch 30 Rock again. I like so 30 Rock to me is a lot like Skyrim. Like I could literally put it in at any point and enjoy the heck out of it at any given time. Yep, yep. And every single season is good. There's not any decline in in yeah. quality. None. None at all. That's a, that's an incredible feat these days. That's an it incredible is. feat. Yeah, it's like from start to finish, it's the most consistently good thing yeah. out there. How many seasons are there? I think there's seven or eight. Oh, is there really? Yeah. So they broke the five seasons initiative. Comedies can do that. Okay. Sitcoms, sitcoms often break Sit- the sitcom. five seasons initiative. Okay. That's for dramas, hour long dramas. I don't know, but 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 uh, you know, The Office was a comedy and it broke the five, and it shouldn't have. It should not have broken the five seasons initiative. The Office should not have broken the two season initiative. As soon as they brought in Ed Helms, it just wasn't good anymore. Uh, no, I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to fight you on that, and not yeah. at all. I yeah. love season two, though. Season two of The Office is one of the best things ever. Is that the one where, what's the Heimlich, or not the Heimlich, the one where Dwight cuts open the, the dummy and puts the face I on? I think it's in season two. Okay, that's the best. There's a lot ever. of good stuff in The Office for like the whole run, but like the season two is the best. Okay. It's been so long since I've seen them, I can't remember. They all run together to me. Yeah. So. And it's no Parks and Rec. Oh, gosh. Parks and Rec. Yeah. That's another thing I can go back and watch anytime. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Uh, last, the Adele 11th trailer that we have is the, is the one that I'm most excited for on the list, and that is Twisted Metal on Peacock. So this is a series on Peacock based on the late 90s PS2 game, PS1, Twisted Metal. It's a series. PS1 and PS2. Yeah. Follows a motormouthed outsider... Offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. So, this is like, instead of just like an arena where you crash into each other, which is what the video game is, there's like a little more world building in this, obviously. But we still have uh, Sweet Tooth in it. So, Anthony Mackie's John Doe. Will Arnett is doing the voice of Sweet Tooth, but there's like a wrestler doing his, his body? Yeah, it's uh, I think it's Samoa Joe maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah. his body, and then Will Arnett's his voice. Yeah, I think that would be perfect. And also, Mike Mitchell from the Doughboys is in this show, so I'm automatically going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what direction they're going to take this in, but I am cautiously excited about it. Anthony Mackie was was fun in this little teaser here. He was he was, he was great. Yeah, I made me excited for it. I really want to watch this. It's so stupid. I can't wait. Yeah, I hope they lean into just the stupidity of the whole thing, um, sort of like um, Zombieland style. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like you, yeah, you cannot even 
begin to take this seriously but also oh, no. don't go don't go like a stupid amount with like like crank right there's a sweet yeah. spot and the sweet spot is zombie land that's exactly right and so i think what they can do is strike a nice balance of the the tone and the stupidity of zombie land but also these cars actually look pretty cool. I mean, uh-huh. in this one, you have a 2000. So the, the body style of this WRX that Anthony Mackie's in is uh, the bug. Eye, they call it the bug eye WRX from 2000 to 2002. Uh-huh. And it's got, he's got like dual machine guns on the, on the, <laughs> on the fenders, the front fenders of this thing. And he's, and it's just, it it's pretty dang sweet. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. And so I think it, this could be, this could be a lot of fun. This could be the most fun we've had in a while, I think. I think it looks fun. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that I do not see Darkseid in the uh, cast here because I always play as Darkseid, the semi-interested metal. Oh, yeah. But hopefully he's in there, but, but the cast is good. Like, Stephanie Beatrice is in it from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, you know, Will Arnett. And as mentioned before, Mike Mitchell from the Doughboys. <laughs> um, so my first... Uh, Twisted Metal game was actually Twisted Metal Black for PS2. It was one of the. It came out very close to launch. If I it may have even been a launch game with PS2, but it was. I just remember having so much fun over at my buddy Zach's house, uh, playing this late at night. You know, we were in. I think we were in high school at that point. And so I'm wondering if like I haven't looked at the characters from Twisted Metal Black, but I wonder if there's going to be stuff from that game specifically. Probably. Hopefully. I just want Dark Side. So. We'll see. That's all, that's, all, that's, all, that's all you're asking for, you know? Yep. And then we do have one patron select this week. If you're in the patron, if you're a patron at the $7 or higher tier, you can basically tell us to do stuff and we will do it. And uh, Squid picked the Shining movie trailer, the one where they made the Shining trailer into a comedy trailer. And this is hilarious. Oh, it works. It works perfectly <laughs> i think the thing that sells it the most is they use peter gabriel's salisbury hill all of a sudden it, like it pops yeah. up and it does the voiceover like meet jack he's blah 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 blah, blah and here's yeah. his son like that Dan. 90s style yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of like liar liar almost you know like one of those like a like a real classic 90s yeah kind of like not a rom-com but like just there's you know how those comedies were in the 90s yeah yeah I tell you, I love a good horror to comedy trailer and then a good comedy to horror trailer. It really yep. works. Like those two are interchangeable if you do it right, if you cut it right. Uh that that Owen Wilson movie, uh You Me and Dupree, they had on the DVD extras for that movie, they had a trailer where they turned it into a horror movie. Like it was like on the DVD itself. Uh, Jess brought up another one before too. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, there's. I think there's actually a lot of these. There's a ton. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's here's here's ten horror movie trailers recut to look like comedies: The Shining, Friday the Thirteenth, Silence of the Lambs, It, Alien, Hereditary, The Exorcist, Misery, The Ring, and The Witch. So if you Google, you know, if you Google like comedy to horror movie trailers, like this is one of the first thing that pops up. It's uh, it's pretty great. I think. They should. I think they should always do this and include it on the extras for movies, but it just shows you how powerful editing is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, all right, so that was the patron selects, and like Nick said, you can submit something to us. Uh, oh, we do have a trailer mailer. You've got mail. Yeah, I'm going to read this uh, for the questions times, which is still the questions time, so I still want answers to this, but I'm going to read this one. So uh, Squid, who sent us that Shining trailer, 
also answered this questions times and the question was they're making a biopic of your life what's it called who plays you and what's your theme song and he said my movie would be called i'm tired but i'll go which is very good <laughs> squid must be a 30 something oh yeah played by jesse plemons great actor great choice and then the theme is keep on walking by passenger so i'll put a little i'll put a little snippet of that in here oh, I keep on walking. So I want to hear from more people because this is a really good question. So you better answer it. If you if you hear this question, you go on Instagram and you answer the question. I demand it. He demands it. And if you want to make demands, you can demand us at Instagram at TrailerBlazersPodcast. Or you can email us at TrailerBlazersPod at gmail.com. If you want to know when a new episode drops, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. And if you really want to support us, you can follow us on Patreon uh, at at one of four different pledge levels. And that's patreon.com slash trailer blazers. And we'll slowly amass content on there. So we have a review blazer or spoiler blazers on there where we talk about um, Dungeons and Dragons. The $12 tier has a a video I edited uh, where it's like a riff tracks type thing where I made fun of a short and it's every bit as good as a real Rift Tracks. I will I be doing that. another one of those for May. So I'll, I'll bring Ben in on that one since I figured out how to do it. Nice. And uh, so you'll get a duo for that. And then we'll do another Spoiler Blazers for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy next week. And if Ben sees it in time, we'll do it We'll do it when he sees it. But yeah, whenever that goes out, we'll put that up. And then I might do another one. I'll figure out some more stuff because I'll put up some more episodes in May than I did in April. I was kind of figuring out how to do stuff still in April. (laughs) (laughs) If you want, if you want, you can rate and review us also on Apple Podcasts, which is still a great way for the show to gain traction. And if you leave us a five star rating and review, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens. Yeah, but let me tell you what happens. If you do that, I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to buy some Play Doh. And I'm going to make like an old 1980s-style claymation video, homemade by myself, and make it real dark and real creepy-looking. And what's going to come of that is that we probably, Ben and Nick might put that on the Patreon content. And I might secretly put it on YouTube and try to monetize that, because Quick Miggy could use a little extra money when I go to Costco so I can buy that dried mango, that big package at $17.99. But you got to be a rich person to buy that because it's not like a it's not like a staple food, you know. It's like a snacky type thing, but it's $18. Have you ever had that dried mango, the organic stuff that's not sulfur? And they, they won't put not sulfur on it. It's really good. I I recommend that you, when the next time you go to Costco, you get your bag of that. That is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey, effervescent reticulated, resplendent as always. Though I do not like the taste of mango. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I will equalize you. I will equalize you. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a giant mango that looks in the window of Nick. At night, is Nick's house. I'm looking in your window, a giant mango with eyes, and you'll dream your mango-y dreams as I watch. Like the vampire from Salem's Lot. (laughs) Happy Mango Trailsers!
to the vid yo games one quarter portion of the show we have video game stuff to talk about yeah it's been a couple of weeks i think since we did this one yep it is i've been replaying spider-man the the ps4 spider-man i have the i they gave you the free remastered edition on ps5 uh, if you nice. had the fourth one. So I got that because I never beat the DLC as I ranted about a couple weeks ago. Right. So they patched it. They patched it. Just for you? Yeah, because that, that part was stupid and Im- impassable. So they patched it and took out the stupid thing. They, they also, made it for babies. Yeah, they also took out that stupid thing where you had to hammer the square button when you were stopping a car. Because there was like no way you could push it enough times. But yeah, that was stupid. They took that out, so I'm beating Good. the I'm beating the uh, DLC now. I'm on the Silver Sable one, which is the third final one. I do want to get Jedi Survivor. I'm pretty broke right now, so I can't. <laughs> but I want to play it when I'm not broke. That's good. Yeah, I want you to be not broke. I'm working on it, but it's the world is against letting us have money. I know that feeling all too well. Um. I have been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, still really liking it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am I really hope they make the next part. I think there's like multiple parts of it. And I hope the next, because it's been like three years, I think, since the this one came out. So I hope they're making more because I really like it and I want more. Who's your favorite character? Um, Jesse. I asked like I would know the answer when you said it. Sure, Jesse. Why not? <laughs> Jesse Raspberry. She. I don't know. She's so charming. She's so. I, the voice actress is great, uh, even though the script is bonkers. But um, I. Yeah, Jesse's just really like she, when she flirts with Cloud. I'm like, it makes me feel tingly. <laughs> oh, there you go. I really like Jesse. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I never okay. played it. I. I know Cloud, and I know Tifa, and I know Ares or Aerith. Yeah. I know Red 13, and I know Barrett. Yeah, the guy with the machine gun arm. And then there's probably a Sid. Sid there is. I haven't, there, I, haven't got to, I haven't gotten to Sid yet on this one. But, uh, yeah, Tifa's really sweet, too. Yeah. I think that's the one Steph cosplays. Tifa. It is. I think she's also cosplayed Jesse Raspberry. I have no idea. I think. I, I, maybe maybe I'm just imagining that. I, th- I feel like I've seen her in that costume, though. She cosplayed Selfie from Final Fantasy VIII. Right. That's her favorite Final Fantasy, I believe, is eight. Yeah, I think her and Jess like that one. Jess might like six. She's well, probably like six. on the other side of the wall, like, ears twitching, because I'm talking about Final Fantasy. <laughs> Finally. Fantasy. So, okay. So, anyway, that's, that's what I had done been playing. Um... And we don't have any news. I mean, there is some like news with, uh, I think, the merger of, Beth- not Bethesda, um, Microsoft and uh, Call of Duty Maker or whatever. Activision? Activision, yeah. I think that merger got blocked in Europe, maybe, like in the UK or something. Yeah. So, I don't know the details. This is It's not even news. That's just like me trying to remember the news, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, everything is slowly turning into the megalopolis from Dread, where all these companies will combine into one company. Yeah. Um, okay, so, but we do have three new trailers, three new trailers. Uh, the first one is for Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, made by the maker FromSoft. Yeah, so this is a mech game. 
uh, it didn't really like this held no interest for me. Uh, is it from maybe it's from from software? Um, you know this. Th- I love mech stuff, but this is very fast mech stuff and like jumping around ninja mech stuff. So I don't know if this is gonna push the right buttons for me. I don't know. So they're too fast. Yeah, they're too fast, and it's it's just very anime style. Like yeah. So you prefer George Romero mechs to Zack Snyder mechs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. I see what you did there. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. I, and also because it's from software, like I imagine it's going to be really hard, like really difficult. Probably. And I don't. I don't want in my leisure time. I don't want to punish myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. I. The last mech game I played was Titanfall. I did get some enjoyment out of that, but yeah. I don't play a lot of multiplayer, so I didn't get a ton of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Titanfall 2 was a little fun little romp, a yeah. single player. Um, second trailer we have here is for Aliens Dark Descent, a real-time tactical strategy game. Right. We talked about this previously in one, but this is the final trailer for it, and it's about to come out. So I just wanted to mainly, I wanted to talk about how I used to love RTS games and I played like a million of them. Like I played Starcraft and I played Warcraft and I played Command and Conquer and I played, oh, what was the, some other ones. I don't know. I played a ton of these games. Yeah. I was a big Command and Conquer guy back in the day. Yeah. Tiberian Sun. I played that into the ground. So I I used to love these games, but like, I just, I think I maybe overdid it because now I have zero desire to go back to them i don't either they're too stressful for me um i like to take my time with things and that's why i like turn-based strategy yeah i like a good turn like natural republic one for me is still the best turn-based strategy there ever was but uh i haven't played one in a long time uh i played through BattleTech twice and got the dlc and i love that game everyone everyone loves uh xcom that sounds great. Turn yeah. turn base and and I kind of want to play that Midnight Suns the Marvel one. Oh yeah, dude, that's like always in my backlog. Yeah, I haven't bought it. That's turn base too. Yeah, oh, I do want to play that at some point. Uh, who who has the time? Not me. Not me. Um, last trailer we have here is something that you're probably excited about: Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah, so I love Jedi Fallen Order. The story is great. The characters are great. The gameplay is really hard, so I had to play it on easy. This is the sequel to that. It's going to be great. Can't wait to see these characters again, especially Marin and Cal. And this trailer, though, is a special trailer because it's it's not a gameplay trailer or a cinematic trailer. It's a very fun trailer where. Cam Monahan, I think that's his name. The dude who plays Cal, I know his name is Monahan. I think it's Cam Monahan. Is sounds right. He's got red hair. He's probably a Monahan. Yeah, and he's he's doing uh, the mocap for the game, but Mark right. Hamill is training him like like he's a Jedi training a Jedi. Throwing popcorn at him. Yeah, throwing popcorn at him and yelling at him to do stuff, and then he's like, you know what, Mark? I'm not. I don't really have the force. He's like, eh, whatever. And then he's playing the video game, and then Cal Kestis character, dude. I think it's Cam Monahan. And now I have to look. <laughs> yeah, okay, Cam Monahan. I was right. Uh, is is like telling him what buttons to push on the controller and use to use the force. And Mark Hamill's like, I don't need you to tell me to use the force. So it's just a really <laughs> fun trailer. Yeah, they don't make trailers like this anymore. It's like, yeah, I haven't seen a trailer like this since the old. Um, 
Smash uh, Brothers? Well, yeah, or the old Ratchet and Clank commercials yep, yep. where like the weapon's not made for this world. Yep, yep, I think we've yep, talked about yep. that in a previous trailer. Smash Brothers, true. The imagine me and you. I do that Smash Brothers uh, it was trailer. Such a good trailer. We, we talked about that before. This classic video, and those yeah. are so good, dude. This they is spent like, some money. This is the first video game trailer that has been like unique since like way back when they used to do those. Because the rest of them, they always do eighty-five different ones. It's like release uh, trailer, cinematic trailer, gameplay gameplay trailer, pre-order trailer, trailer. pre-order yeah. trailer, blah yeah. blah 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 blah. So that was a little fun little a fun little ditty. That's a fun little ditty. Yeah. So that was a good one. That's yep. all that's all though for the the video game trailers. Yep. Um so for the Trailure Blazures, I'm Ben Moon and I like to take my time and take turns. Happy trailsers. And I'm Nick Kelly and I'm currently being trained by Mark Hamill. Happy trailsers. <laughs> Megadon. I will equalize you!